God Hears Her. God Hears Her. God Hears Her is brought to you. Is brought to you. By our Daily Bread Ministries. Visit GodHearsHer.org. Visit GodHearsHer.org. Or find us on social for more information. Feelings are indicators. You know, they're not right or wrongnesses. They're just like you would look at your body and see a a mole that's gone wonky and go to the dermatologist, you know. Mm -hmm. When we have feelings, we need to pay attention to them and say, what are they indicating here? What else is this about? And anger may be one of the trickiest ones because it's so trigger happy. You know, the second we feel it, the switch is thrown and we're into it. You're listening to God Hears Her, a podcast for women where we explore the stunning truth that God hears you, he sees you, and he loves you because you are his. Find out how these realities free you today on God Hears Her. Welcome to God Hears Her. I'm Erin Eddy. And I'm Elisa Morgan. You know, we live in a culture that tends to avoid negative emotions. It's not really uncommon to hear somebody say to somebody else who's angry or frustrated or sad, just snap out of it. It's going to be okay. You know, be grateful, count your blessings. But negative emotions are important. And today we're going to talk about one emotion that we typically see as negative, anger, and what to do with it. Yeah, anger affects us all. As we heard Elisa mention in the teaser, emotions are signals. They're like street signs pointing us somewhere. And one of the most important ways to deal with emotions like anger is to follow the signs and discover what's really going on in our hearts and in our minds. So let's get to it. Here's a conversation to help us deal with anger on God Hears Her. I want to start with, I want to ask you, like, have you ever been where you went from totally fine to you just flip a switch and you are so angry? (laughs) (laughs) Never. Never. Not since I've known Jesus, right? (laughs) Oh, my word. I have such a long list. In fact, journal pages full of moments when I've been angry. You want to hear the down and dirty and ugly of it? I want to hear what you've put in your journal. That's what I want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? There there are so many moments when I've been angry, but one that comes to mind, and it's it's kind of a, to me, a famous Elisa angry story now. Um, It was a time when I came home from work, and my kids uh, had already gotten home, and it was after school time, and they were upstairs, and I was downstairs, and I dumped all my junk, and I went upstairs to kind of check on them. And when I hit the landing, I saw this kind of gray-green dried crusted blob of what could only be cat vomit. I'm oh, not kidding. Cat vomit. <laughs> and I am like, seriously? And I think my kids have been going up and down the stairs since they got home from school tiptoeing around the mess of cat vomit, you know? And, oh, and my, my my hands just flew to my hips and I started bellowing. Is the mother the only one in the house who knows what cat vomit looks like? You, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just that shrill. And I stomp into the kitchen and I get a roll of paper towels and just fling it off the off the roll and go in and try and get it cleaned up. And I'm screaming, is the mother the only one who knows where the paper towels are in this house? <laughs> you know, and I found myself back in the garage stuffing the paper towels into the garbage cans. We had those old school ones with you know, aluminum lids, and I yeah. took them, one in each hand, and started symboling them together. 
<laughs> you're gonna make was, a song out of your anger i was gone and you know god just kind of gently said elisa are you done with your little fit mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like no i need a few more minutes but i will never forget that moment because it happened so fast and so wackadoodle and, yeah. it, and i was so verbal about it that i i just was super angry mm. so there that, there's a page a- from my journal <laughs> I mean, but that is such a great example from going from zero to a hundred. Yeah. And it's like, it wasn't really about the cat vomit on the stairs. You don't think so? <laughs> but I wonder if there was something deeper. The cat vomit was just the trigger, yeah, maybe, yeah. you think? Likely. And as I look back at that, my kids are grown and, and gone now. And, and I've had a lot of years to look back at that situation. <laughs> yeah, likely. Uh, because usually, isn't this true, Erin? And I want to hear your story out of your journal. But isn't it true that anger is not always the deepest emotion? It's it's more the surface emotion, mm. do you think? I never thought about it that way. Yes. Okay. I think it is an indicator for something deeper in us. Oh, I like that. Okay, but before we go any further, I mean, you okay, asked yeah, me my sorry, question. Yeah. I, I want to hear your, your journal page, you know. Yes. Let's get down and dirty. <laughs> okay, yeah, here goes. Are you ready? Are you ready for this one? <laughs> Um, okay, so okay, a time I was angry. Goodness, like there are so many. I took two years off of working for my business and started working for other people's business as I was just going through burnout and healing and realigning. And as I stepped back in to my business, I had a confidence bone that needed to be created that wasn't there. A confidence and- bone. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might call it a confidence muscle, but you got bones. Bones. Okay, good, good. And so I, I, that needed to be created in me. And so I'm tiptoeing back into it. And we do this huge event where we actually did a documentary. We recorded um, these, these interviews of women sharing their story about their self worth and their value and. And then we did a, a showcase of it at this huge coffee shop. And we had, you know, hundreds of people come to it. It was a, an amazing evening of conversation and uh, selling our new product that we were just launching. So, you know, we do it. I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm getting back into it. And I'm getting into it strong. Sounds and great so far. Yeah. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, <laughs> the next day, I'm taking inventory and we're unpacking our boxes from the event and stuff like that. And I realized that our credit card machine wasn't connected no. properly. Oh my gosh, no. And we gave all of our new product that I had just upfronted from my pocket mm. away. <laughs> Away for free. Away for free. <laughs> Just everybody. How loving of you. <laughs> I know. How loving and kind of you. That was so generous, Erin. <laughs> and I flipped a switch. I mean, mm. I my car has never heard me scream and cry <laughs> to this level. I was so, so upset mm. and angry. And the reason I was angry because I was just like, two reasons. One, I was like, can I just get something right? Like it was like a perfectionistic, um, angry at myself. Like, couldn't I just follow through and get Mm. something right for the first time? Mm -hmm. Because I had felt just up to that point, like a, a bubbling of me not getting things right. Mm. 
And so and this kind of moment, inadequacy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, inadequacy. I remember asking and being like, God, is this a sign that I should just not do this anymore? Like, I remember mm-hmm. asking that question. Like, is this? Is there something more behind this? Like, I was trying to versus just an innocent mm-hmm. learning curve. So I I hear two things there. One is this self recrimination of. I'm kind of a loser, can't get anything right. So that kind of self-flagellation. But I'm also hearing this perhaps frustration, perhaps discernment of, is God using this incapacity to lead me somewhere that I kind of don't want to go? Is it both of those things? Yes. Okay. Yes, you articulated it way better than, than I thought. It's easier it. when you're listening than when you're experiencing it. You know? Yeah, that's very true. That's because very true. you said this really brilliant thing that I scooted you away from because I wanted to hear your story. That you know, anger is is kind of like a signal. You know, it may not be the top emotion. Talk about that and, and maybe what happened with this experience for you as it signaled. And I'm picturing this kind of warning light on a dashboard in your car. That's the image that comes into my mind. Warning, <laughs> anger. It's so true. It did. And I called my mom and I was just, I cried. And then, you know, you go into, okay, how do I fix this? Mm-hmm. Do I commute, Do I contact the people and say, hey, we just gave thousands of oh. dollars away. And and so someone caught wind who I go to church with that this happened to me and they gifted me financially wow. what I lost. Oh my goodness. What a gift. Yeah. So I went from anger to calming down to just trying to figure out what am I going to do with this circumstance? Mm-hmm. And then God brought somebody in mm. to remedy it. And he used them to do it. And it kind of deflated any of those questions, you know, that you ask in the heat of the moment. What was the time period between realizing the error and the redemption of the error, if you will? It was a week. Oh, yes. so did you stay angry all week? I stayed angry all week. <laughs> I was so angry all week. Angry and, week. And, you yeah. know, I am a seven on the Enneagram, so I'm also mm-hmm. like – trying to reframe reframe it and not feel uh-huh. the pain. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'm like trying to take the high road of like, well, Aaron, you gave thousands of dollars away to people that are in your community that needed this encouragement. And so like, so, you know, I was like trying to like reposition yeah. my mindset mm-hmm. and after the dust settled. Yes. Yeah. God will use this. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. And I have to say, too, I had to go upstairs and apologize to my kids who were a little wide-eyed at my, because they could hear me, <laughs> as as well as, you know, say, by the way, do you know where the paper towels are? But, you know, I, I did need to kind of say, you know, mommy just had a little fit. And so there is this aftermath of anger that just kind of lays before us. Sometimes there's broken pieces of relationships and sometimes there's broken pieces of our own hearts. Mm. Yeah. So for me, in, in my circumstance, I could really see the underbelly of all of it was I felt unqualified and insecure to be stepping back into it. And I was looking for everything to validate whether I should or shouldn't. And so when mm. I messed up, it was like I felt like it was punishment or I felt just dumb 
And then Mm -hmm. I punished myself for not getting it right. So it was really more of a confidence thing for me and my purpose. It kind of attached to my career, my purpose. What do you, what do you feel like for you was that case when you were so angry? It was, the surface was anger, but what was underneath it? Yeah. And, And if I can just hear you, you were looking at this situation to validate your being. And so I'm hearing in there an expectation that wasn't met. Yes. And that's really good, Erin, you know, for, for all of us to go, when we're angry, could it be an expectation that's not met? And then dig beneath that, because I think this is really important to remember that anger is a signal. It's a warning light. Something's off. I'm feeling something. I need to pay attention that I'm angry. And now look at what is below that. So for you, maybe it's an expectation that's disappointing, that's not met. Yes. Um, for me, I, I think... And, and I had a counselor who taught me this a zillion years ago. <laughs> I'm still trying to absorb it. But it's that anger can also come not only from unmet expectations, but from blocked goals. Mm. So when I come home, I pull my car into the garage, I go into the house, I've been gone for, you know, eight, 10 hours, I'm tired, I know I still have homework and baths and, you know, negotiations and dinner and bedtime and then some more things I need to take care of and seeing my sweet husband, etc. I have all this before me and I come in and instead of going straight into my, I think I'm going to get a snack and put my feet up for a second or to even say hi to my kids. Instead, I've got cat vomit staring at me, which becomes another task, another to do, another thing on my list. Mm. And one I don't even like, by the way, for me, I think that's why I flew into such a rage. Um, it was a blocked goal. Mm. But it's also this just this frustration of, of I'm not in control. Mm. And I don't have any power over some things. And when that's thrown up in my face by something happening that I'm not welcoming, I get angry, which goes to the deeper piece of a block goal, and I'm not in control. And hey, I know I'm not in control, but I don't like to see that. Yes. <laughs> you know, if you know yes. what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, that's so true. I never thought about it that way, but that is it. It's the expectations and blocked yeah. goals. And I'm sure there's other things. I'm remembering the same counselor mm-hmm. teaching me that one of the core emotions beneath anger is hurt. Mm-hmm. And so if I look at that, and if I think about that, and I go back to the cat vomit, Okay, so I have a blocked goal. I have the reality that I'm not in control. But when I really sit with that, I feel the pain of all the other times in my life where my goals have been blocked and when I have felt out of control. And I feel almost like a little girl. And this is deep. And I'm like, I remember being left out of control. And I remember never really feeling like I was loved. And so there is a hurt a hurt deeper within. And we don't have to access that every time we, you know, get stuck in a line for a car wash or, you know, our our kids don't do their homework. We don't have to go straight to the hurt of our childhood wound every time. But what's happened for me, Erin, is that once I realize that there's other layers under anger, I kind of feel a little bit more compassion for myself instead of all this self-condemnation and lostness. And when we come back, we'll consider some questions we can ask that will help us discover what's beneath our anger, what's the root. And then we're going to spend some time talking about what God thinks about anger and how he actually invites us to process our anger with him. That's coming up on God Hears Her. 
Hey friends, if you're enjoying today's episode, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you never miss a new episode of the God Hears Her podcast. When you subscribe, new episodes are delivered straight to your device or computer. So hit subscribe right now. And remember that God sees you, He hears you, and He loves you because you are His. Women want to know they matter, and the God Sees Her devotional, a beautifully styled gift book, provides story after story of God's care for women, both in Bible times and in modern day life. As you read this collection of 365 Our Daily Bread devotions, you will be reminded of God's love, and you will know the warm presence of your Heavenly Father as each article reassures you that God sees you, He hears you, and He loves you because you are His. So pick up a copy of the God Sees Her devotional today by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting our website at godhearsher.org. That's godhearsher.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to God Hears Her. I'm Erin Eddy. And I'm Elisa Morgan, and in just a moment, we're going to consider some questions we can ask ourselves that may help us discover why we're angry when we're angry, as well as discuss how God invites us to process our anger with Him. But before we do, just a quick reminder that the show notes are available in the podcast description. The show notes not only contain the talking points for today's episode, but they also include a link to a free resource. It's an e-booklet titled, When Anger Burns. This free download can help us process our anger and offers some practical ideas of how to understand and what to do with this often intense emotion. So just click on the link in the podcast description or visit our website at godhearsher.org. That's godhearsher.org. Now, back to our conversation on anger. Let's begin by considering some questions we ask ourselves to help us discover what's really going on in our hearts and in our minds when we experience intense emotions. This is God Hears Her. What are some questions I can ask myself? What are some questions you've asked yourself to get you to that place of compassion Hmm. in the heat of anger? Yeah. Yeah. What's this about? What's this really about? What's this about? What what would I have wanted the outcome to be? Mm -hmm. Is that a question you'd ask? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe why am I surprised? Because anger flips, like you said, like a switch. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not angry and boom, we're angry. It's the craziest thing. And, you know, and, and I'll, I'll feel, oh my gosh, God's watching me. And I almost need to distance myself from him in this moment because he's not going to be pleased with me. What do you do with that? Right. What do you do with that? What does he think about it? I mean, I felt so bad in that car because I was just screaming, crying, Lord, what in the world? Like just mm. angry talking to him. I talked with him. Actually, no, I talked at him. <laughs> in my anger and then you know I'm so embarrassed because it's like mm. did I really need to chuck my phone across the car and like <laughs> yes you know yes, yes. like did I really need to mm-hmm. say those things and mm-hmm. you're embarrassed and mm-hmm. the one thing that I've learned in my relationship with the Lord is that he's so confident and so secure that my insecurity and my lack of confidence in the heat of the moment doesn't impact him or the way he loves and the way that he sees me. Mm. But it doesn't stop me from sometimes condemning myself for that mm-hmm. response. 
Mm-hmm. And I think he hurts when he sees, I think he hurts when he sees me angry, but then I also think he hurts when he sees me condemning myself yeah. as hard yeah. as I can be on myself That's good. after I've been angry. Scripture actually is really filled with examples of people being angry at God. And, and that's what you're talking about here. And me too, because I mean, we're in a, kind of this constant relationship with him and we just talk to him all the time. That's how we are. And so if I'm angry at cat vomit, I'm also angry at God, by the way. <laughs> so, but scripture's, scripture's filled with that. I mean, David just cries out all kinds of frustrations at God. And I, I think what you're getting at is something that we may not even know we're doing unless we pay attention. And I think you're right. He, he he is hurt that we self-condemn. I think he probably is disappointed that we self-separate from him and mm-hmm. accuse him of being unloving when mm-hmm. he is anything but. And, you know, I actually, I don't want to get all preachy here, but I've been really thinking about this. You know, Paul talks about, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger in Ephesians chapter 4, mm-hmm. 26. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking and thinking and thinking, why did Paul say that? And I've always looked at that verse and thought, well, that means we can be angry. We just can't sin. And I think, well, why is he assigning sin to anger? Mm-hmm. And what's hit me is kind of what we're both illustrating is that when that switch goes, anger's on, that's maybe one of the easiest emotions, the easiest feelings to go into sin from. Hmm. Because when we get sad, we don't usually hurl insults. We might hurt ourselves, and that wouldn't please God. Uh, when we get happy, you know, we might be carefree, and we might celebrate too much, which might not be great. But when we get angry, we can actually do great damage. You know, think of all the crimes that are committed out of anger and hostility, or, or think about the the verbal wounds that have happened out of anger and hostility. And to me, that helps me understand the power of anger in the wrong hands. When we keep it as a dashboard indicator of troubles ahead, warning, this is a legit feeling, pay attention and ask what's this about, it can really serve us. But when we ignore it, or even um, give in to it, it may lead us completely off the road in our cars, so to speak. Wow. So what you're saying is anger is not a sin, but it's what we do with our anger that could lead us to sinning. I think that's right. I think that's right. But anger can also be um, something we don't want to attend to. And so Mm -hmm. instead of just leading us into a rage, it can actually go inside and hold our sadness and then make us sad overall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Right. It's, it's topical, but it can also be underneath. Okay. So maybe the question is, when we acknowledge we're angry, we also ask the question, why are we hurting? What has hurt us? Mm-hmm. What has hurt our feelings? What has maybe hurt our pride? Why do we feel hurt yeah. when we are experiencing anger? I think that's great. I think that's great. And, and you know, different ones of us are going to have, you know, kind of top layer responses. You know, I, I'm more of a thinking person, so I keep going, what's this about? <laughs> and then people who are more feelings oriented or why am I hurting, you know? Mm. And, and then when you feel this huge sadness, you almost might want to turn that upside down and say, what am I angry about? <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> yeah. right. That's so true. It's so complex. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, you know, I think the overall theme here is that, you know, feelings, and you've taught me so much about this, Erin, you've just really helped me enter this more and more every time we talk. Feelings are indicators, you know, they're not right or wrongnesses. They're just like you would look at your body and see a a mole that's gone wonky and go to the dermatologist, you know, Mm -hmm. when we have feelings, we need to pay attention to them and say, what are they indicating here? What else is this about? And anger may be one of the trickiest ones because it's so trigger happy. You know, the second we feel it, the switch is thrown and we're into it. Yeah. And so if we can pause and let's talk about just a couple of ways we can get it on top of anger. What can we do to just... to help ourselves when that switch gets thrown. So one thing we've talked about is ask, what's this about? Why am I hurting? What else is going on here? But what else can we do? I think we can be really, really honest with God with our anger. Mm -hmm. I think anger is such a powerful emotion because it shows that you care. It reveals what matters to you. It reveals your boundaries or your lack of boundaries. And I think that God wants us to ask the questions of, why do we care? Uh, I think mm-hmm. anger can either bring us closer or further away. Mm-hmm. I so agree. And in that moment, we also are invited to think for a minute, what do we really believe about God? Mm-hmm. In those moments, stuff gets revealed. You know, I really do believe he's waiting to just bash me with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Or I, I really do believe that he's turned his back and he's busy with other people. Mm-hmm. Or or I really do believe that if I take a step in the wrong direction, he's going to throw up his hands and say, I knew you'd do that. You know, and, we, we, yes. and then we pause and go, wait a minute, what do I know about God? And what is... What does scripture reveal to me? What has he proven to me over and over again in my life? And I go back and hold on to those things and go, no, he's good. He's loving. He's merciful. He's just. In the end, he will use everything for his glory and our good. You know, Can I go back and hold on to those things? And then besides thinking better, I think I've also learned, and I'm not that great at it, to just take a deep breath mm-hmm. and make myself close my mouth Mm-hmm. and count to 10 or separate myself from the moment by saying, I need a break and walking into the other room and taking a few deep breaths and composing and remembering, how does my husband hearing this altercation and how can I mm-hmm. <laughs> best respond? Mm-hmm. Or what do my kids really need from me here? Or did my dog really mean to do, you know, just take a second and process that. So those are a couple of tools that I'm learning. And then maybe the journaling as another idea to just pull back and go, all right, when you're in a clearer frame of mind, because you just said, Aaron, it's not horrible to feel it, but it's what we do with it. Just to journal out, what else am I learning here? And in that way, anger can actually serve us and serve God's purposes when we do our work with it. What a beautiful thought. That anger can serve us and serve God's purpose within us. You're listening to God Hears Her. And before we close out today's episode, just a quick reminder that the show notes, they're available in the podcast description. The show notes not only contain the talking points for today's episode, but they also include a link to a free resource. It's an e-booklet titled, When Anger Burns. This free download can help us process our anger and offers some practical ideas of how to understand and what to do with this often intense emotion. Just click on the link in the podcast description or visit our website at godhearsher.org. 
That's GodHearsHer.org. Not only will you find a link to this free e-booklet, but the show notes also contain a link to purchase the new God Sees Her devotional. And you can also find links to connect with Erin and with me on social. We'd love to hear how this show has impacted you and even answer any questions you might have after listening. So again, you can find these links in the show notes or by visiting our website at GodHearsHer.org. Thank you for joining. And don't forget, even when you're angry, God sees you, He hears you, and He loves you because you are His. Today's episode was engineered by Ann Stevens and produced by Daniel Ryan Day. And today we also want to recognize Will and Rochelle for their help in creating and promoting the God Hears Her podcast. Thanks to you both. God Hears Her is a production of Our Daily Bread Ministries.